Gabba Gabba. Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. This is Gina Vivanetto calling this for TVT. Hi, I'm Steve Spears, the head salad chef at St. Petersburg Times Online. And this week we're having a tribute show to the Ramones, America's first uh, punk rock band, according to many, many people who should know. We have a special guest with us today, Dave Reeder, lead singer of local band Car Bomb Driver. Hello. This week we're going to talk about the Ramones because there's a brand new box set out from Rhino. It's called uh, Weird Tales of the Ramones, and it's very, very special. It's uh, it's pretty much a comprehensive set of all the greatest Ramones songs, but it also features a big, beautiful comic book complete with 3D glasses and uh, lots of really cool comics by uh, Ramones fans, including Bill Griffith, the guy who did Sibby the Pinhead, and a lot of 80s people will, will know some of these comics. Uh, John Holmstrom, the guy behind Punk Magazine and a lot of Ramones album covers. Uh, John Pound, the guy who did those Garbage Pail Kids, uh, Mad Magazine stuff. Uh, Lo- Love and Rockets, the people behind Love and Rockets, and Doofus, and, and a lot of uh, cool comics that a lot of the punk rock crowd were very, very into. Now, Steve and I and Dave, we're not silly. We know that the Ramones started in the early 70s, but any kids that grew up listening to really cool music, especially punk rock music, that were growing up around the 80s, all of us loved the Ramones, and they were a big, big influence on uh, those of us who went on to be in bands. Like Steve. Steve, were you in a band? Uh, I was in a couple different bands in the 80s, actually. Uh, uh, one, one of them, a very well-known Tampa Bay area band called... You're talking about Epic Trash? I'm talking about Epic Trash. <laughs> I don't think anyone would consider Epic Trash to be a well-known Tampa Bay band, but I appreciate the compliment. I saw Epic Trash many, many times before Steve and I went on to do this this wonderful podcast together. And Steve was the guy behind the drums. Were the Ramones an influence on you? Oh, sure. Uh, any any of the punk rock was from the uh, 70s, the, the Ramones, the Sex Pistols, the Clash. Yeah, and I also went on to be in a few bands. Um, one of them was Bullwinkle back in the day, and now I'm in a band called the Peabodies. But uh, one of the things that, that a lot of female musicians cite about the Ramones is that they, uh, you know, they were known for just kind of playing three chords and, and doing some really simple songs. Actually, the guys in the band were a lot better musicians than people realized, but they were particularly um, influential to girls because it kind of made you realize you don't have to be a, a virtuoso player. You could just sort of pick up a bass and a guitar and bang on some drums, write some simple songs, and, and do it yourself, which before bands like the Ramones and other punk rock bands, you know, before that you had like, you know, <laughs> these bands in the 70s, like, you know, Yes and King Crimson and stuff. You and didn't cover like, any Yes songs? It was a little bit intimidating. But when punk rock broke, all punk rock bands, but particularly cool guys like Joey Ramone who kind of made, you know, they were singing about girls and Sheena is a punk rocker and, and all this kind of stuff. And it kind of made girls feel like, you know, we can do this too. And this this looks really fun. And I know bands like Sleater Kinney and the Go-Go's always cited the Ramones as a big, big influence, just kind of making them feel like they could do it too. So let's ask uh, Dave Reeder from Car Bomb Driver if uh, the Ramones were an influence on you guys. Uh, you're making it sound like uh, <laughs> girls <laughs> learned from the Ramones. Well, I'll tell you, my band learned to play by sitting in front of Ramones records and turning the balance knob left or right to <laughs> separate out the guitar in one channel, the bass in another, and just follow along. Right. And it was simple. And um, you know, when we first started, we just did a bunch of covers, Pistols, um, Stooges, Ramones. But, um, you know, we learned to play by li- listening to that first Ramones record like a thousand other bands. But 
Once I realized how simple it was, that's how I started writing my own songs. It's like, hey, you need a three-chord progression, you have a song. Right. Did you guys have a favorite song that you'd like to cover from the Ramones? I know what ours was. That's why I ask. It's a lead-in question. Got it? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> do you guys do any Ramones covers? Oh, yeah, we do... Um, KKK took my baby away. Psychotherapy, um. and those are songs from the '80s that the Ramones did. Right, those are did. more They're '80s so songs. The Ramones are so well known for those first four albums, and you know the, the stuff from the '70s. But they did some really great music in the '80s too that people, you know, tend to overlook because the first albums were so influential during the '70s. But KKK took my baby away. Psychotherapy. Those are all '80s songs. One thing I'd like to ask people out there is: um, in rock and roll radio, we cover that song. The lyrics mention Jerry Lee Lewis, John Lennon, T-Rex, and Old Malty. <laughs> who, who is Old Malty? Does anybody know? It covers Does anybody the gamut, here It covers the gamut, though. Um, Let's put, we'll put that on our uh, 80s blog this week and see if we get yeah, an answer. I, I Someone will figure it out, and then Gina will send up a nice is. autographed picture. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's some interesting uh, correlations between your band and the Ramones. You are one of the guys, rare guys nowadays that I see... Um, local bands and national bands where you actually just get out there with a mic stand like Joey, no guitar, no nothing, just a mic stand and you take uh, I'm assuming you take pride because you're very good at it you're a front person you know, first and foremost and that's what you do you t- go out there with a mic stand and you really put on a show just singing which I think is really interesting and that's what Joey did all along although he was a drummer at first but he got out there and he stood in front of the band and he really put on a show with a mic stand is that something that that you know you were inspired by joey to do or just something that you know i think we're holding on to that mic stand for dear life (laughs) we don't have a uh we don't have a instrument to hide behind so (laughs) see so my my knuckles are white on that mic stand (laughs) he really made a show of it though and you do too i mean that i don't see that very much nowadays it seems like guys feel like they have to have some kind of guitar which i think that's really hiding behind something if you're you know if you're not if, uh, I think there, it, it, takes, it takes a really brave guy to just be there with a mic stand, and he did it really well, and you do it really well. Do we have a, do we have a clip from their band? We do. We have a song called, Dave, you want to introduce your song, the tribute song? <laughs> it's called I Just Want to Be a Ramon. Let's, t- let's take a listen to it for a couple seconds here. I don't want to be a beetle. I don't want to be a stone. I just want to want to be a Ramon. That song also has the whole I wanna thing in it, which I don't suppose was an accident. I don't wanna, I wanna, I'm against. Right, right. Ha- half their songs have that. You, you always knew where the Ramones stood on matters. They were they never were not shy a vague band, about, no I wanna this, I don't vagueness. wanna that, I don't wanna walk around with you, I wanna, you know. So um, a lot of people say that this, the Ramones had a kind of stylized stupidity, is the way I've heard it called. And they, they very much... Uh, 
you know, I mean, for all intents and purposes, they seemed kind of retarded, you know, <laughs> like as adults. But it's absolute genius, yeah, of course. Yeah, it was absolute genius. It was all kind of a put-on. Even the little outfits, the leather jackets with the Prince Valiant haircuts and stuff, and everything was just pure genius. It was it was art, you know. And they simple. Yeah, they just had... Just like the music. Exactly. They had a persona. They had, you know, but... Behind that, they were all very, very interesting people. Johnny, of course, the late Johnny, who died last year, was a, an ardent Republican, which a lot of the fans, you know, didn't find out till much, much later, and still probably a lot don't even know today. Um, I'm, I'm not even sure I believe it. <laughs> oh, it's Did, quite do true. you remember? Do you really remember true? what he said at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they were inducted? His last words were, God bless America and George Bush. It's true. I, I thought that was a joke. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. No, he, he was dead he was serious. serious. No, no. Absolutely. Did he get booed? <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I think there was some silence. It's quite true. Um, three of the original members of the band are now dead. Um, Joey died in uh, 2001 of cancer. Dee Dee died the following year of a drug overdose. And Johnny, of course, died last year of cancer, too. Tommy is the only one from the original lineup that's still alive. It's the opposite of Spinal Tap. Exactly. The drummer survives? Spinal Tap is the only... Uh, spinal Tap. The drummer I, always... The honey, drummer's always dying I have to email my tap. friends and say in Epic Trash and tell them the trend has changed. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, what was up? you were telling me a story, Dave, about when you heard the Ramones, how it changed music for you. A story about Led Zeppelin or something like that. You want to share that? I, with I remember exactly how I got into the Ramones. Nineteen eighty, eighty-one. Some friends took me to the courthouse or courtroom in Clearwater to see the Fanatics, local band. Um, they did originals, but they covered Nine 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 and Undertones, Clash. But um, I w- at that time I was a long-haired Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, dope-smoking dude. <laughs> And um, when I went to see the Fanatics at this place, I, um, the music didn't really impress me at first, but what impressed me was the crowd of people. They were so weird and cool that I just thought, wow, there's something happening that's cooler than what I'm into. <laughs> so the first thing I did, I went out and bought my first, and I'm making finger quotes, punk rock record, which was Talking Heads 77. But that was too soft. I didn't like it. It was <laughs> kind of mellow. So then I went out and bought Dead Kennedys and God We Trust Incorporated, which was way too hard. If you've heard that record, it's fast and hard beyond anything the uh, Dead Kennedys did other than that. That was too hard. So then I bought Road to Ruin, a Ramones album. It was just right. Just <laughs> the Goldilocks approach to uh, <laughs> picking music. Exactly. That was my metaphor. And we were talking before this about how, um, you know, even though they started as a New York punk rock band with the underground, how they kind of, uh, you know, went on to get inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, went on to actually get invited to play in Lollapalooza, I think in 1996, where was on Sha Na we believe. Yeah, yeah. And, then, they were on and even The Simpsons, we're which I believe we have. Yeah, let's listen to that clip, clip. from when uh, The Simpsons are on and they invite the Ramones to sing at Mr. Burns' birthday party. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. Ah, these minstrels will soothe my jangled nerves. I'd just like to say this gig sucks. Hey, up your Springfield. One, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Bernsey. Happy birthday to you. Go to hell, you old bastard. Hey, I think they liked us. Have the Rolling Stones killed? Oh, sir, those aren't... Do as I say. 
Are you kidding? It's an awesome song. It's an anthem. It makes you want to jump right into the movie. Uh, just, just to be sure on the safe side here, that is not a great movie. It's not a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Dave but says it's great. It's a great movie only because you get to Randall, see. Randall, come on. The only reason it's great because you get to see the Ramones, and until you see them in person, you just and you don't Riff get them. Randall. Riff Randall. <laughs> Riff Randall. Yeah. But isn't any, any movie with Vin, with uh, Dick Van Patten is not a good movie by definition. That's probably an indication, yeah. But he's, right. he does those Big Lots commercials now, which are pretty cool. But uh, <laughs> those are yeah. all on the radio. <laughs> hey, so. and another thing to remember is uh, there is a sequel to this movie that was made about 10 years after the original called Rock and Roll High School Forever. And that movie is not to be viewed under any circumstances whatsoever. Because that has Corey Feldman in it. Any, any Corey <laughs> Feldman movie by definition is not to be viewed ever. You're absolutely right. Um, all right. Well, we could go on and on and on about the Ramones forever. We're getting more and more excited by the minute. And... Uh, it makes me want to reach for a bottle of sedatives, but we we can't do that. At least not without with with you guys knowing. We want to thank our guest, Mr. Dave Reeder, lead singer of Car Bomb Driver, one of the area's coolest local bands. You got to go check them out. Uh, Dave is not stuck in the eighties. We don't we don't want you to have that impression. CarBombDriver.com. dot com. Check them out. All their music is really really fun. Uh, Dave's leaving. Steve and I are stuck here forever in the eighties. <laughs> Yeah.